Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you hear the voice, you know what time it is. It is the Game Dev Unchained podcast. I'm your host, Larry Charles, with your co-host, the only person in NBA history to dunk with no hands, Mr. Brandon Pham. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode. This is Brandon Pham. Please welcome our special guest, Nelson Plumet. Yeah, man. That's right. Yeah. You got it right. Ah, <laughs> game over for me. I'm going out with Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Nelson. How's it going, man? It goes good, dude. Like I was telling you, um, just came out from work. Um, had to make it here in time. I, I promised you I would be here at 10, but obviously duty calls and uh, had to stay a little later. But uh, here we are. Oh, it's, it's all good, man. Uh, glad to have you. Uh, this is a very, very special episode because everyone on the podcast right now is somewhat of a gym rat. I love going to the gym. Brandon loves going to the gym. And I know every single time you go to the gym, Nelson. <laughs> so I know you're a gym rat. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's talk a little bit about staying fit in the game industry as a game developer because we kind of we brush over this a lot, right? We'll talk about crunch and the crunch food options and just the hours that you're working in and how ergonomically the chair and desk thing just doesn't work for your body, you know, for years on end. And when you add on top of that the long hours, it can be a very daunting task to actually try to stay in somewhat decent shape, you know, and let alone staying in good shape, just be healthy, you know, so I couldn't think of any other person to bring on the podcast to talk about these types of issues with the audience than Nelson. Uh, Nelson, I know you're huge into the weights. You're in the gym and you eat right. You stay healthy. What do you got for us today, man? Is this what, What's the secret? That's my first question. What is the secret? How do I get your body? <laughs> well, I guess the secret is to start doing it. You know, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's the problem that separates people from achieving anything. The people sit around, they talk about doing it. New Year resolutions, they never actually get uh, done. Every year is the same stuff. So um, I think for me, actually, I, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to be probably pleasantly surprised. Okay. Um, about eight years, maybe nine years ago, I was working at Obsidian Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, we were working on a title called... Um, Alpha uh, Protocol? A, no, Alien Crucible. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I was on that with you. Yeah, we were in that <laughs> one. Okay, so this is what happened, right? I, I barely I barely got to know you uh, at that time. And I remember walking to the top uh, floor, and I was walking to this office, and there was a bunch of bottles of, of things. And I was like, what is that? It was creatine. There was glutamine. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, what's up with this stuff, right? So I'm like, and I, I understand that at this time, I was not working out. Okay. I was just kind of like, I like the idea, but I had no idea how to get to it. And I was just looking at all these bottles, and I took a picture of your desk, and I went to the internet. I was like, what does this gluten mean? What is this stuff? <laughs> so even though you're saying, asking me stuff, man, uh, some of the stuff that I do these days, actually, you were one of the ones that just started putting the seed. So there you go. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so I left, I left that as a secret from until now. <laughs> wow, that actually, you know, that's pretty awesome, man. That's, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. So, yeah, man, um, you know, little by little, you start doing research. And, you know, the business that we're in is it's just uh, busy, busy, um, you know, the hours that we put in. There's a lot of uh, tempting food that they get you on the plate so you can, I guess, stay longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I come from a family that I have um, some struggles with my parents, like uh, staying healthy and stuff like that. And I just see the trajectory, man. If you don't have to change it, it's going to be you that someday uh, struggling with the same so I figured, you know, let's start early. And uh, about like, you know, eight or 10 years ago, I started kind of uh, regularly visiting the gym and getting a little more excited about it. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, I got to do it. It's not even part of like, I remember to go. It's just, I just go. Right? Habit, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just pretty much habit. And the days that I can't go, I, I still get that itch of like, like it's almost like I didn't take a shower or it's almost like I didn't eat or it's almost like I didn't like watch my laundry. It's just I get that conscious when I don't go. Yeah, man. So it, well, it's it crazy. sounds like a game it's, developer it's, you're describing right there. Yeah, right? 
Exactly, man. Dude, it's 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 religion. When you get to a certain point, you know, it's just like it's like church. Like you know, when you go to anyone who listens to this podcast who knows what it's like growing up in church, you know, you see those same people that have different positions in the church. You know, like you go into the gym and it's kind of like this is your fellowship. You know what I mean? Everyone in there that is a regular is like a deacon. You know, it's like oh, there's deacon, there's deacon Plumy, there's deacon Fam, deacon there's Larry, deacon, there's deacon playing on the cell phone, there's deacon on the plates, yeah, deacon playing on the cell phone. Yeah, there's so kinds of different characters. Oh man, good times. But yeah, so let's let's take it back to like the beginning, right? You said you kind of were inspired just because you were curious. What was it like kind of being the newcomer in the gym? There's a lot of people who don't go to the gym just because they're afraid of being the new person in the gym, right? They, they know they're the smallest or they know that they're, uh, you know, they don't have the friends or they probably don't know all the exercises. So I think a lot of people just have the mindset where they're scared to just go in. Do you have uh, any words of advice for people like that? Well, I mean, putting myself as an example, when I started, I, I wasn't really uh, like afraid of stuff like that. I, I just knew that I wanted to check it out. And obviously, uh, depending on the gym that you go, um, if you start going to these more casual gyms, you're obviously going to get people that are a little more casual about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a little less intimidating than if, let's say, you go to the Gold's Gym and everybody's over there all pumped and knowing what they're doing. So you go to those type of gyms and, and, uh, and it's a little more uh, inviting, right? Uh, then you start getting to a level where, like, okay, now these people are kind of like, not doing what you expect them to do and now you're mm-hmm. kind of above and I don't, I'm not trying to say I'm above of them I'm just saying like your skill level has improved because you're mm-hmm. actually a little more dedicated okay. so at that point like you almost consider should I change gym mm-hmm. uh, I, I, right now I just go to the casual gym simply because it's just accessible okay. um, I, I, like, I would like to go to the ghost gym but it's so far away I mean I got to go to Venice and then try to work I go in the morning so I get up um, typical day I get up uh, let's say around 7.30 uh, you know, do that my stuff with my dog, get around, feed her, and other stuff, and I'll, I'll head to the gym after I eat some little 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 snack or something. I don't eat a whole lot <clears throat> before I go to the gym. So then I go to the gym, I stay there for an, you know, maybe an hour and thirty minutes, drive back over home, take a shower, take care of my father. He lives with me, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and then just go to work, man, and that's it. That's routine every morning. And we we actually skipped the step uh, since you brought up work. Why don't you tell the audience where exactly work is and what you do? Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, I work in Santa Monica, uh, very close to the airport in Santa Monica. Um, I work for a company called Treyarch, uh, which is a, uh, I guess I would call it, you know, Activision's Umbrella Corporation that mm-hmm. hosts multiple uh, studios, and Treyarch is one of them. Um, Treyarch is mostly known for their titles of Call of Duty, particularly uh, Black Ops series. Um, I've been with this studio probably close to... I'm actually going to go to my fourth. Four, actually, I'm on my fourth year right now. Oh, congrats, so, uh, thanks, dude. Um, I uh, I joined them at the middle of Black Ops Two as a senior uh, environment artist, uh, and I think after that shipped, I did uh, all the DLCs. And in the middle of DLC Two is when I got kind of like the proposal to, uh, hey, dude, um, we want to promote you and uh, to make you lead for the next project. So it was it was pretty exciting. I mean, knowing knowing what you know about me coming from Obsidian, and mm-hmm. um, I was leader within Obsidian of a of a defunct title. <laughs> so I, I, I refer to that as the schism. Yeah. Uh, when the schism happened, you know, a lot of people went to find new homes. Yeah. Uh, I was one of the ones that ended up in a nice home. So I'm pretty happy where I'm at. And uh, yeah, man, working on the franchise is excellent. We just shipped, um, um, actually, let's see. DLC. No, well, so DLC 2, which is the one that we just uh, completed, should be out next Tuesday. So if you're a fan of Black Ops 3, next DLC, you can pick it up next Tuesday. Well, with the power of podcast dates not being the day that we record and we release, that's actually today. Oh, yes. look at that. So, so today drops in, you can pick it up if you have a season pass. If you can hear this right now, it is out. Go get it. Check it out. Awesome. Uh, is there anything specific on that that you worked on that you want to like highlight? Like, yeah, I did this. Or can you say that or no? It's okay if you can't. You did um, everything. <laughs> Larry, well, I'm the lead. Like, <laughs> everything you see has, has my uh, signature on it. Well, actually, I would call it my blessing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, you know, the map, the map packs usually have uh, four maps for MP and one for um, zombies. And, and typically, I'm in charge of uh, making sure that all the stuff gets in, done in time. Um, these days, I don't do as much hours I used to do when I was Obsidian, but yeah. uh, 
and mostly manage a, a nice team of talented guys. And then we have um, some external guys that we also manage. It's fun, dude. I, I, I love what I do. Uh, I think I have a talented cr- uh, crew. Uh, the studio, the studio as a, in, in, as a whole, was a bunch of talented people. Yeah, so for sure. it's awesome. All right. So I got to ask, man. So you're promoted to lead. You work for a studio that, to most people who work in the industry that haven't worked there yet, know that it's like kind of notorious for working very hard, I'll, I'll say. So you have lead responsibilities. You have a huge product. You have hours that are insane. And somehow you still meal prep and go to the gym. So <laughs> what, what, don't, what have you cut from your life that allows you to maintain this kind of schedule? Because I just I can't see it. I don't understand. Um, well, silly as enough, I, uh, I caught WoW. I used to play WoW left and right. Okay. Dude, I was like, when I was working at Obsidian, I was playing WoW left and right. You were like, a rogue, so, right? Uh, I was a rogue. I was a mage. Yeah. I, I had a grandmaster. I don't know if you remember when the. Oh, grand I remember. Marshals, I remember. Grand marshals, yeah. So I was one of the grand marshals on one of the servers. Come on, man. Are you, you were a grand marshal? Oh, yeah. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, I was number 15 on that server. So I know. I, so, all right, so let me just take one moment. I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt. Educate us, educate us. For the people who don't play WoW, right, like he basically just said he was on the NBA All-Star team. That's essentially the the amount of skill and time and effort it takes to get, like, Grand Marshal rank. There was yeah. only so many on each server uh, for each side, and it's, like, the best at PvP for their side on their server for that season or whatever. Like, you've, you're, like, the top... I forget what the percentage is, but to earn Grand Marshal, you had to be like top of the top of the top, basically. Yeah, like, actually. Um, do you remember? I'm sure you remember better than I do. Just, just to, uh, it's more of a lot of, a uh, lot of hours to spend on it. Uh, a lot of like knowing what to avoid, what to uh, yeah. not to get into. Uh, it's just collecting points, man. So yeah. I, uh, I got really into it, and I was so hooked. And all I did was doing, go to work, play the stuff, and. That's not very conducive to fitness. Yeah, so, yeah. so I caught that, and after that, you know, um, I just been just focusing on work. Um, I take care, like I said, I take care of my father as well. He's an elderly uh, gentleman. Okay. Um, he happens to live with me, and uh, yeah, and spending time with a lady, and uh, that's basically it, dude. All you know, right. How much exciting happening? <laughs> so, in order to maintain a great life of fitness and health, you had to cut video games. I had to cut some video games. Okay, I still play. I still play my my personal game. You know, the one that we develop, okay. uh, Black Ops. And I also play uh, here and there, whatever somebody recommends. Because I don't even have time to look at the stuff that is good. Somebody says, "Hey, uh, check out the division, or check out this, or check out the other thing," and I just end up picking it up for a couple couple hours, and I drop it, and that's that. Dude, it's embarrassing. Like nowadays, like so, I don't have the Activision hookup anymore. I'll just say so. I'm buying my Call of Duties now. And I, I just picked up the division, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" A lot of my friends play. I played it for like an hour and a half, and I was like, 60 bucks gone." You know, like I haven't picked it back up. Really? Yeah, I need to get back into it to feel like it was worth it. Not that it was a bad game. I just time is just not there, man. Yeah, dude, it's just not there. I, it happened to me with Fallout uh, Four. I picked oh, it yeah. up and, and started getting into this whole like. Pick this item, you know, the typical follow, right? Yeah. Like, uh, drop this other item. And I'm just like, I don't have time to micromanage this other set of lifestyles, yeah. right? <laughs> so I just dropped that too. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, like you, you kind of mentioned before you uh, started getting into it very seriously by uh, walking over and seeing Larry's desk <laughs> of drugs. <laughs> but were you somewhat... You know, uh, staying relatively fit before this whole thing happened. Like, were you doing sports in high school? Were oh, you yeah. somewhat active during your earlier years? Yeah, I can't say that I ever belonged to a team of any sort, but I always played basketball. Basketball was my thing uh, throughout college or high school. Um, <clears throat> when I was pretty young, I did some skateboarding, like pretty much every kid did. Okay. I was pretty, and, and I, <clears throat> I was from Puerto Rico, so um, some of the stuff that we used to do with kids is a little different than the U.S. But um, uh, growing up, we uh, we would take this BMX that we used to have with no brakes, and we used right. to go to these dirt like mounds, like back in the field, <laughs> and just roll ourselves from the top, and then we put a puddle of water, and we just sh- slam into the, the the water puddle with no brakes, and there's just mud everywhere. Nice. And it's just, you know, typical kid. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I can never say that I was uh, a type of kid that I just sit home and just ate bonbons and just watch TV. I never really did that. <laughs> bonbons. Right, right, right. Uh, I, I, I basically went out in this stuff, actually. So, so re- relatively active, but then oh, yeah. 
but then when you got in the industry, that, that's when you started getting serious. And, and so I did a little bit of working out when I was, uh, I would say, my eight, when I was eighteen years old. I did a little working out in my home, just bought a couple set of weights and and try to try to get something done with that. But again, no no guidance, just mm-hmm. everything was wrong. You know, you know, you know, you're typically trying to do that, and you, you know, you think you know what you're doing, but you really don't. And um, trying try to get my friends involved, and there's completely jokes about it. They don't even know what they're doing. So, so it wasn't very serious. And then, you know, college came around, a lot of work, so not a little time to work out. And um, yeah, I just took it serious when I get a little more of an adult. I became uh, uh, more involved with uh, video games and stuff like that. Just uh, as a developer, I, I, I saw a necessity for it more than anything. Yeah, like I can definitely really. Like, I stayed relatively uh, active before the game industry, but it wasn't. I think at a certain point, I think in the combination of me having my first kid and everything, but at the same time, like being a game developer, you can easily fall in that trap. And just if you just ignore a couple of working out <laughs> and just live that life, it's so easy to gain the pounds. Yep. It, happens, it happens to a lot of my friends, you know, they're like, I, I seen them left and right. They start working out and I walk awesome. They, they got into the groove, right? And like a month or two after, they just start winding out. And it's like, oh, I'm just a little tired to get up in the morning. It's like, dude, you got to keep up. Because here's the thing. Dude, there's that threshold, threshold where like your body just started to getting tired of the routine. And then you don't see results. And you constantly – one of the things that I told my friends is like never weight yourself. And this might sound weird. I, I, I avoid myself and weight myself for a long time when I was actually you know, a little bit overweight mm-hmm. um, because I, I just – I just felt that if I see the numbers not climbing down uh, or going down, I will start getting disappointed. So I stay away from that and only look at myself in the mirror. That's yeah. it. That was my gauge. Um, and one day I started like measuring myself and taking the weights out. So much. I, mean, I would make an improvement. And that's when I got really pumped. Mm-hmm. When the shit start happening, when you start noticing the improvement, that's when you really start getting more committed. And, you know, years after, dude, still got it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is what I find out about game developers or gamers in general. When they finally get to the working out portion, I mean, we we are built to gamify ourselves, like having that habit. But it's just like introducing uh, the techniques and sticking with it, really. But like we have that behavior where we can see it if we think of it as like a game and we're an RPG character. I often see like game developers adapt the best when they really pull through because you know, of that a, mindset. That is a good angle. I never really uh, thought of it that way, but you're right. Um, it's uh, it's our nature to be competitive. It's our nature to collect. It's our nature to modify. Uh, and all those are things that you do when you're at the gym. You know, you modify your body. You see an improvement. You want to add another piece to it. Obviously, you're talking about muscles, but it's the same deal, right? You're trying to improve. And you put challenges on, on the table for you. And every time you conquer another one, there's another one to be set, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. That's a good uh, analogy. Yeah. Uh, it's an important analogy because I would say maybe it's not as bad as it used to be, but... I, I would say a huge percentage would uh, not take the gym seriously. And uh, even though some some of the bigger companies or even some of the mobile companies are moving towards standing desks, it's still not a big percentage to brag about. Mm-hmm. Like we, we still as a whole are sitting all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and we eat the junkiest of food. And uh, I'm sure we'll we'll get into the crunch portion of this. But like... The way we're set up, we're kind of doomed to fail <laughs> in the fitness area. So when when you see these things are happening uh, in your own personal experience and uh, other developers going through it, like what would you say would be the best advice to you know either start little by little or like what what could I do to get the ball rolling? Well, again, it depends on what the goal is, right? Um, I got a couple guys that um, they just want to lose weight, and that's yeah. all they care about. Uh, and they ask me, oh, so what, are, what should I do to lose weight? And so, you, you, well, you're asking the wrong person, I would say, because I'm not really in this to lose weight. I'm in here just to throw weight around, right? That's mm-hmm. what I do, just throw weight around. And I'm not counting macros. I'm not, I'm not measuring this and measuring the other. I'm not looking at the magazine trying to replicate uh, gym routines and this and the other guy did. It's not my jam, right? I don't do that. So... Um, when you ask me what I need to lose weight, well, the typical things, right? Not magic. There's no magic in this. 
you start losing, you start uh, cutting your, your calories to lose down. You don't have to get too, too dramatic about counting it, but just, just know what you're putting in your body, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in exercise, right? You got to move. You can't sit around. That's just, it's, it's, it's simple. It's so simple, but yet so hard to do. And what happens with most people is that they want a magic pill. They want everything to be solved super quick. And I don't have that answer. Uh, honestly, um, one of my best results is one of not paying attention. It just I wake up one day and say, whoa, look what just happened here, right? Because I haven't been paying attention. I just keep in a routine. Uh, but if there are other guys that want to bulk up, oh, huh, eat more, man. Just you got to eat this, you got to eat that. And and that, I'm a little more of that type, right? I just uh, trying to trying to get a little bigger and, and cut here when I can. And that's that's the thing. I, I'm not a runner. I don't do the running thing. Uh, I might get on the treadmill to maybe run for a couple miles, but mostly walking. I just want to get that that the cycles in to burn a little extra. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I'm sure all these questions and all these new recruits, there's always one in the office. That's the thing. That I've noticed, like that really fit guy that everyone goes to around January <laughs> <laughs> to ask advice, yeah. and uh, we we kind of had that guy at Sledgehammer. Shout out to Ron, but like every January of every year, everyone he would be the first guy that goes like, "Hey, I, I want to get serious this time. Like, I want to get this going this time." <laughs> yeah, and like we have an inside joke where like he's either the best or the worst personal trainer because people only last one day with them (laughs) and they never come back (laughs) because he works them so hard where they just just wake up and they realize this is not and they just avoid eye contact the whole time (laughs) (laughs) that's nice well i also gotta say it's because ron has these like weird ass workouts where he's like all right today we're gonna do chest He's like, okay, cool. So we're gonna start with some squats. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna tricks. we're gonna do some. <laughs> he tricks you, and you, you end up doing everything. Yeah. That guy does every machine in the gym. It's like, what? Uh, what? You don't have to use all of them, man. Dude, I, I love nice. working out with Ron, but yeah, it's. I always was like, what the hell? <laughs> Whatever. He was, every other exercise was something that wasn't like part of the the group that you were working. But it works for him. He competes. Uh, he is, you know, incredible physique, especially for a game developer. So I didn't question. I was like, "Look, Larry. Like, obviously, he knows what the hell he's talking about. So just suffer through it." Yeah, yeah. It's it's always good to have somebody like that around. I mean, uh, I can't say that I have anybody around to motivate me. So nice. it's got to be out of my pocket. Uh, gotcha. You know, and like uh, looking at looking at internet, looking at all the sources for motivation. But uh, but when it comes to like uh, going to the gym and like deciding what for a routine to do. I'm a type of person that tries to do the whole like splitting the body into like day by day. Mm-hmm. So I do my typical like back and you know traps and all that good stuff on a day. I go to the next day it's gonna be legs, all leg exercises and maybe maybe some abs on a day. Uh, chest isolated. Um, I do arms, everything arms. I I spend because I go every day except mm-hmm. for Sundays. I'm not for religious reasons, but I just don't want to go every day. Um, I go. Uh, I basically skip Sunday, but I try to separate all the muscle groups. So at least I'm hitting everything in a cycle. Okay. And I rinse and repeat the next day. And then that's so do, do you usually go around lunchtime, or do you go more than once a day? No, in the morning. I only go in the morning. I have a treadmill at home. I sometimes, depending on how early I come home and how much much energy I have, I hop on the treadmill for uh, forty five minutes before I, I hit the bed. But that's really if I'm if I'm trying to do something that week. Then it's like okay, I, I eat too many calories this week. Let me let me cut down a little bit. But typically, it's just in the morning. I spend my hour and fifteen minutes, hour and thirty minutes at the gym, and I head to work. Nice. <clears throat> All right, so I'm uh, I'm Joe Blow. I work at Game Studio and. I don't meal prep. I don't, you know, do anything specific about my diet. What would you say is the biggest rookie mistake of the game developer diet that we should just change? Like, is there one common thing that you see a lot of your game developer friends that just like, ah, man, like, shouldn't do that when it comes to diet? Okay, well, sodas, right? There's a lot of sodas in our studios. Like, mm-hmm. that That has to go. You can't, you can't, even diet soda is it's terrible. I am guilty of the diet soda. I've been cutting down quite a bit. I'm actually, I think I'm one every three days or something. Okay. Um, but uh, sugary stuff, man. Sugar is just the enemy. No matter where you put it, I mean, cancer, all that stuff, that you know, cancer cells attached to sugar mm. is terrible for you. Mm. So if you want to cut calories, you want to cut fat, sugar, start with sugar. Okay. That's something that your studio is going to have. Um, depending on how your studio is set up, uh, there's always either uh, you have to buy it or it's free, especially if it's free. 
it's even hard. Like uh, snacks, stay mm-hmm. away from that shit. Stay away from snack. All those little like Doritos and oh, okay. it's bad. I mean, I think you you know what I'm talking about. You yeah. if you got the munchies or whatever you want to call it, you're hungry. Uh, I guess you can grab one of those uh, if if you haven't eaten anything on the whole day. But um, I see guys that just making rounds in the kitchen like every like I don't know every hour just grabbing snacks. It's like man, it's just so bad. But again, to each of his own. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. Not the type that tries to walk in somebody's life and tell them what to do. Yeah. I don't like. I actually hate when people come at the gym and 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 start telling me like, oh, you you know, you should try this other thing. Have you tried this other thing? And you know, <laughs> the guy's not even doing any of that stuff. Yeah. Like they can't but, wait to share what they yeah, just read. But, but exactly. But they're like telling you because they want to have again conversation. Um, there's this one guy who uh, let's see, like the other day I was at the gym and this one guy. I see him talking to everybody. That's all he does. I call him the social butterfly of the gym. He comes in, like, hardly ever works out, but he yeah. talks a lot. And yeah. he approached me the other day. And he's like, hey, uh, so you count macros and stuff? And I'm like, macros? What? Why would I call ma- what count macros? Is like, oh, because, you know, all the pros do that. Well, you know, sorry, man. I'm not a pro. I don't mm. count macros. I just eat whatever I want. It's like, mm, yeah. oh, he, like, gave me this frown. Like, like you, you got to be out of your mind. Almost kind of like upset that I wasn't doing <laughs> and I was just like well whatever man but this you know it's, it's it's whatever fits I just I just don't like those type of guys and uh, that just try to talk a lot in the gym try to get you interested in what they're doing but they're just looking at magazines man mm-hmm. one thing you can do is if you're starting with uh, exercises just those magazines that's for people who already have done everything else mm-hmm. and they don't know what else exercise to come up with Gotcha. So you see these guys upside down, uh, you know, their heads doing headstands with <laughs> split legs in the middle of the air. Oh, crazy, man. You know, crazy stuff, right? Yeah. And we got to go around the table with, like, gym stories. That, <laughs> well, like, I mean, there's, there's that one CrossFit guy who uses every machine in, like, once, right? Yep. And gets upset when you walk in to do one set <laughs> because he was gone for 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I'm still using – you're using every machine, man. Yeah, yeah. It's I not your personal gym. Well, he's – He's telling you he's using the machine from the other machine. He's yeah. like, hey, 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 hold on a second, man. I'm, I still got I, two sets over there. I, man, I think uh, somebody made a video online about this a, a while uh, back. But they call them hunted and gatherers. They just take all the, the weight <laughs> and they surround, themselves, they surround themselves with all the dumbbells. And then they step out to get a little, little, little bit of water. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. put their, like, whatever, like their... Um, their lanyard or something. Their hat or whatever <laughs> they got going on. Oh, look, I have my hat in there. So, uh, yeah, dude, but you haven't been around for, like, the like, past half an hour. See, <laughs> so, your sweat every, towel is mighty dry, sir. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I think that happens in every gym, dude. Yeah. That's that's typical. And it's always like the most unfit guy. <laughs> I have to say, like, there's, there's some right that they're no, they're muscle confusing everything. Mm-hmm. But most of those guys that jump around or, or doing those weird exercises that, like, he's doing one hand arm stands <laughs> or something that you've never heard about that's uncommon. He's yeah. just doing everything that he can right. to, like, get a bicep curl. It's like, dude, just do a bicep curl. <laughs> yeah, man. I think the, the, thing, the, the best thing you can do is just stick to the staple, like the compound movements, the stuff that, stuff that, that is proven to work. All these mm-hmm. other little variations, that's for guys who want to do a little bit of changing it up a little bit because they just – they have hit everything and they're well-fitted. So they want yeah. to try something new. But Yeah, that top 1%, you know, like an extra centimeter means something, right? Like Kai yeah. Green would kill – for like an extra centimeter of bicep, you know what I mean? But like if you compare his bicep to like an average person, come on, of course, you know Dude, what I mean? Dude, yeah. he's freaking legs, man. Oh, that's my guy, God. The guy has the sickest legs. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, that that's the thing. It's like I think uh, that's one of the biggest mistakes that people do. They just go to the gym with this expectation that they, everything that they see in a magazine, they can replicate. It's going to get all ripped. But they, mm. they, just, they just don't even know what they're doing, so, honestly. Yeah. So... Well, let's say if I'm a beginner to this whole world, right? So the first thing is, like, what's the easiest way to eat right? Like, give me a, one day full of, like, what I should just, an easy prep meal that I can stick to and repeat without any knowledge of this stuff. Like, what would you say? Well, it, it depends if you're uh, vegan, vegetarian, or you, you know, you're carnivore <laughs> like me. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I typically like um, my – I have to have my steak. Um, I'm a fan of steak. I try to minimize my steak a little bit um, throughout the week. Uh, I would say I, I eat like three steak meals and maybe two chicken with one fish. I chew up in the fish uh, department a little bit, but I try to do that, cycle them a little bit. Um, I got my typical uh, broccoli and cauliflower here and there. I have my uh, 
my, my lady likes to make quinoa, so she throws that stuff in there sometimes uh, for the extra carbs. Um, but yeah, I keep it simple with that stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get too uh, too complex. I don't measure it either, which I should be doing. Uh, I just eyeball it. I was like, okay, that's that's like a ch- nice chunk of meat, <laughs> and I just eat it. And then again, if I'm hungry again, I eat up two chunks. <laughs> just, I don't count anything, man. That's that's the thing that I could be better at it. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't want to make it. I don't want to make this thing a chore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make fitness a a thing that I have to um, completely keep track of and uh, take notes. And I just don't want to make it that. It's not a job. It's it's fun. I want to keep it fun. And the second I start taking track of uh, what I did here and what I did there, it's just gonna become another chore. I don't want that. Yeah, and I'm sure, like from your experience, like you kind of have a good idea of what is how much and everything like that. So yeah, exactly. Like I say, when I, I, I eyeball it, I kind of get an idea of what I need. And sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes the the, the, the chunk of meat that I put on the steak and I put on the, the grill shrinks quite a bit. It's like, wait a minute, I, I need to put three or more of those things in there to, to make up for the, the difference. But yeah, typically I know what I, I need to put in. Okay. So what if we're not like a Call of Duty developer that can afford steak every other day? What would be a good substitute for, for protein? Um, well, again, uh, I when I was in college, I did a lot of tuna. Uh, although you got to watch out with the mercury stuff going on with that stuff, yeah. uh, but I did a lot of tuna, um, uh, you know, a lot of grains like beans and anything grain uh, that gives you protein. Uh, especially if you're a vegetarian, you know, you want to stay away from all that stuff and just eat any protein you can get from peas and anything grains. Um, but uh, instead of keeping it cheap, man, I think you can you can go to Costco and get the typical like bag of this, bag of that, and you can keep mm-hmm. it fairly cheap if if you know if you cook it at home. Yeah. Um, if you start going out, out and you don't have money for the good stuff, you're gonna end up buying the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how you get into trouble. Yeah, Costco has that those ready-made bag of chicken and uh, hard-boiled eggs in a yeah. bag that you can just yeah. go ahead and buy. I, I, yeah, you can do that. I, I, I like more of the uh, the raw chicken, so I can put what I want on it. Uh, yeah. Some of the stuff gets a little boring, and some of the same kind of like uh, spices or whatever on it. So I kind of buy it just. Uh, with nothing on it, I put whatever I want in it. Right. All right, I gotta. You may not be, you know, like a chef or anything, but I, I just came up with this little idea for a game, and let's just see how it goes. Mr. Nelson Plumy, I'm going to ask you three common things that people probably enjoy, and let's see if you have a more healthier substitute that may be okay for like flavor or taste. Okay, you want to play? <laughs> sure. All right, cool. Try. Uh, the first one, mayonnaise. I love sandwiches, and I love getting my sandwiches with mayo. But I know mayo is like, that's just like, you may as well just slab it right on top of your belly because that's exactly where it's going. So what can I do as a developer or just as a person? How can I replace mayonnaise with something that is like similar, a smear, but it's way better for me? Do you have a a good one? Yeah, so there's two things that I use. Um, One, uh, you can use uh, yogurt. Okay. Yogurt is actually really uh, good. You can take yogurt and put it there and maybe throw a little ranch on the yogurt so it actually tastes a little uh, oh, I never tried uh, that. So, yeah, different. Um, they also sell a product which I actually buy. It's called Veginase. Uh, it's, Veginase. Uh, yeah, it's basically to take um, olive oil mm-hmm. and they, uh, they spin it so fast that it creates kind of like a cream, mm-hmm. uh, grapeseed oil. And uh, that's what I put in the bread and it's about one mayo. Okay. So I don't use regular mayo. Okay. All right. Round one, you pass. Uh, Brandon, do you have one for round two? Uh, for food wise? Yeah. So like you know, um, like <laughs> I. By get, the way, by well, the way, what he thinks, what he thinks. Uh, mayo also they make it with eggs, and so not a lot of people are can eat eggs. So mm. if you want to stay away from that sort of thing, like for example, my lady's uh, allergic to eggs. Mm. So that's how I got to do the veginase thing because she's like, okay, gotcha. it has no eggs. So gotcha. anyway. Okay, uh, I'll I'll jump in while Brandon's thinking. Well, I mean, I, I got one. Okay, like good. Like baked goods. Like I, I like snacking. So instead of carrots all the time, like what what's a healthy snack that I, you know, most game companies have, but <laughs> that I want to avoid and I want to. Um, it depends. Uh, so most people like doing the kale. They take kale and they cut it into little chunks and they put it in the oven with uh, garlic and salt. It's mm. it's a good good snack. Uh, you can get the the dry peas. I mean, this might sound boring to some people, but when you when you you're just focusing on, on making a video game or you're in the computer and you have this little salty, little crunchy thing by you, you don't even pay attention. It's tasty. It's good. It does the trick. Um, um, in terms of baked goods, man, I uh, fuck, man, what you can't avoid bread. I mean, bread is gonna be there, yeah. right? So yeah. 
All right, I got one for you. So you said it yourself, Nelson. Soda. Soda has got to go. But a lot of people, you know, uh, just don't like flat water, right? Like, oh, water has no taste. It doesn't satisfy. You know, what would you say is a good way to replace a drink that gives you satisfaction with something that's also healthy? Do you have a, a good idea there? So I've been, okay, so I've been trying, because uh, I had the same problem, like I said, I, I cut down, but I'm still mm. uh, kind of dependent on the, the mm. diet. Uh, so what I've been doing, um, there's this carbonated uh, flavor water, mm-hmm. uh, which I think it's called De La Croix or De La Croix or something like that. Um, so basically, it's just carbonation, you know, it has the fizz, mm-hmm. and it has a little little flavor uh, on that stuff in it. Um, and I, I usually take that and I take a little bit of iced tea and I mix the two mm. and I get like a lemonade thing going on and it's not uh, even sugar. Gotcha. So it, it, it gives it the lemon taste, but it has the fizz of the soda mm-hmm. and I'm cutting the, the sugar and I mean, I'm still putting carbonation in my body, which is not going to do a, a big of a deal on your system, but, uh, at least it's not proven. And, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then so, so yeah, so that's what I do to replace the, the, the soda. Okay, sweet. Well, that I, works I, for me. Oh, no, I also got a tip. Bonus round. <laughs> let's, hear, let's hear it. Well, uh, to add on to that, if you want to replace water, I, I do a lot of lemon water. Uh, uh-huh. And that, that helps with your uh, you know fighting bacteria. At the same time, it kind of quenches your hunger mm-hmm. in a way. And a lot of people uh, do this fasting with it too. And if you want to add a little more flavor, cucumber. Uh, yeah. Like Larry's seen my, my concoction once in a yeah. while. <laughs> it's, it's like a little... <laughs> yeah. It's a little little piece of mint in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I joke around saying it's slowly becoming a salad, but <laughs> it works. Like I just sip on it and it, it just satisfies uh, a little bit more than it's a little more satisfying than just water. So. You know, when I um when I saw people uh putting um because again I'm from Puerto Rico so not the healthiest of foods. Um uh yeah, tasty food but not the healthiest. Mm-hmm. Uh when I moved to the States, um everybody was drinking tea. And mm-hmm. we don't typically do that at home, right? The, where in Puerto Rico, it's just like you get to cafecito with milk, you know, that's the stuff you drink. Um, but I saw a lot of people drinking tea. I tried it. I hate it. I, I didn't like t- tea. Oh, you put some sugar in it. It's going to be good. No, man. I do not like it a bit. Um, but one thing that struck me is that people were putting, like, sliced lemon on everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. And I, uh, me, again, I could be totally wrong. But I'm thinking, you know, they make this – this soap with the lemon in it, right? Because it cuts grease. So mm-hmm. is, is that really what's happening when I'm drinking lemon? Am I cutting grease? Again, I don't know if that's what's happening in your stomach. I, I'm not, no scientist, no, no doctor. But I'm like, there's some correlation with, with probably what lemon is doing in, in, inside your intestines. It, it, it could be useful. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it fights cancer. It's like, it's, it's a great great substitute for 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 anything that is hey, you've done your research i see <laughs> <laughs> well i've been drinking a lot and i've seen the effect like i drink it throughout the day so uh like it keeps me a little sharper i'm on my toes and i don't get so hungry where i'm snacking all the time so it helps on a couple of things um but one other type of food that might be interesting uh as a substitute um so you're you're mentioning like kale chips, basically, right? Which they do sell at Costco, I believe, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure how healthy they are if they're really salted or not. They're usually full of like this. I hate they put some sort of cheese coating on it. Mm. I, I just don't like how it tastes. I tried right, it in the Trader right. Joe, the Trader Joe once, and I just didn't care for it. <laughs> right. So, um, like, what other food that usually people drink here? Uh, soda is definitely a killer. There's the snack part. And then food wise, you said prep meals. Like if I if I I'm too lazy to prep a meal, like would you recommend any type of restaurant that even if I do eat there or just spend five to ten bucks, I am pretty on track to staying healthy? Yeah, unfortunately any of the chains are gonna be trouble unless you stick to their, their boring salads, really. Mm-hmm. Um even even uh, if you go to McDonald's or something, they have those wraps. I mean, that meat is questionable at best. Like, you, you, and if you try those wraps, that meat is just, when you eat on that thing, it just yeah. feels like they just packed it into a, a mold. So anyway, I stay away from that stuff. Um, again, I'm not the healthiest of all beings when it comes to food. I like to put food in my body that I know that at least it's going to quench the hunger and I'm just going to be ready for the next one. I, when I live, uh, live, close to, uh, live close to Culver City 
And there's a couple of restaurants around Culver City is in LA, by the way. So somebody mm-hmm. who's not listening from the area. Um, so yeah, so there's a couple of Brazilian restaurants and they have a lot of like um, picanha and all this type of meats. And I just go there, dude. And it's not that expensive, really. When you put it, um, when you put it, it, it costs you like maybe ten bucks to get a nice meal. And it's, it's good stuff that you actually pick, select yourself. It's not something that people are just dropping in your plate. And you don't even know what's being put in there. So, right. so yeah. How, I would how say, do you feel? Sorry. Yeah. It's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the same game again, but I'm gonna switch the topic. So if Brandon, you have another question, you should jump in. Well, how, how do you feel about Chipotle? Oh, actually, no, that's a good Chipotle is actually pretty good. That's not okay. a bad. That's actually I totally forgot our Chipotle. Uh, uh, yeah, Chipotle is good, uh, especially when you trick them. Uh, you uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so I had to, I had this uh, theory, and actually I put it to uh, to to a test quote a couple times. What I do is like I ask for something. And then as the lady started putting the stuff in your plate, you're like, oh, wait, wait, that's not what I wanted. And she goes like, well, what? No, what the other thing? And she starts scraping the stuff. And yeah. then like, but she doesn't do a good job of scraping it entirely. So I end up with more meat at the yeah. end. Because yeah. I, I just, you got to do that. And you trick them. And eventually oh, dude, you end up with this bowl that's just pouring out because they don't, they don't, they're lazy. They don't want to like stop yeah. moving stuff. So I'll and, add your, I'll add your trick to my trick as well. My trick, trick is doing half and half. So uh-huh. you can do half and half on rice, and, and, and meat you'll too. end up with double. Yeah, yeah, and do half and half on meat, half and half on beans, and half and half on pretty much anything else. Oh, Larry's shaking his head. He's going to use it, but you end up with this massive I'm just burrito. Laughing at you guys, and by default, right? They're wrapping it up. It's going to break. It's always going to break. And they're like, "Oh, we're going to have to give you another tortilla." So you end up with pretty much <laughs> two burritos. <laughs> so silly. You're okay. welcome, guys. Yeah, I will have to try that then. I yeah. never thought of that aspect of it, but yeah. yeah, it's very it's very easy to trick those guys again because they want to go home and they don't care. They just want to yeah. you know give you what you ask for. Yeah. But yeah, I have a question for you guys. Um, so <clears throat> at night, what's your typical prepping for night meal? If you do anything before you go to bed, type thing, because you know they say sleep is is key to build those muscles when you break them up. So Larry, for example, what do you do? So my night meal is a protein shake. I always go to the gym from about 12 o'clock to 1 a.m. And then I have a protein shake before bed. So I wake up in the morning. There's a little cafe underneath our work. And I go down there and I get a milk and a banana for breakfast. So I actually don't meal prep. I just I have places that I go to get the meal that I want to eat. But my morning meal is always a banana and a milk. And my last calories of the day is always a protein shake. Is, it, is that a casein or that's just regular way? Uh, casein for the nighttime okay. and whey protein for lunch. Awesome. Yeah. The yeah. Slow, re- slow release protein before I go to bed. Exactly. Mine, is, mine is standard. Uh, I do spinach. I do uh, chicken. And then uh, for my carbs, I either do rice or uh, beans. Mm-hmm. So those are usually my main. But like <clears throat> at nighttime, I get cravings. And I uh, have been going to just... Uh, Greek yogurt non-fat and that's been like it's really low in calories it's pretty good on protein and it just satisfied my dessert needs mm-hmm. so I, I either do that or protein shake uh, before or after my last workout yeah so. well, before I go to bed I typically uh, either do my, my protein shake or I take uh, cottage cheese uh, and put some, fr- some fruit in it because cottage cheese again is uh, basically like casein but with more moist it's, it's, right. it's really slow release it's going to stay longer in your body to digest so you're going to be asleep for eight hours you know tops i guess and so your body needs to be fed while you're sleeping so yeah. so therefore if you have something that can support it for that length of time that's good um one thing that i've been doing and i i really recommend this to anyone who um has a hard time with sleep or anything like that uh, i've been taking gaba i don't know if you guys are familiar with gaba gaba yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty awesome uh, relaxation. Uh, it, it just knocks me out. And it's not really that it puts you to sleep. Mm-hmm. It just it allows you to go into this kind of more of relaxed uh, type of uh, vibe. That when you go to sleep, you're more relaxed. So therefore, you can actually sleep a little deeper. Mm-hmm. So you hit your REM sleep uh, faster because you're on GABA. Wow. Um, some people do CMA. Um, I, I do CMA too. The problem with CMA that I have is that it's, you cannot take it with any dairy. And if I'm going to be doing cottage cheese or I'm going to be doing a protein shake and I put my CMA, I'm, I'm not getting any uh, results from it because it, it, neg- it negates 
what the results from the CMA is. So you're not supposed to take it with any calcium. So that's the problem with that. Uh, to add on to that, if you want a good night's sleep and <clears throat> let your body feed during the night, because that's the thing that people forget or don't even know about. Like your body gets hungry during the night and that creates car- uh, cravings and other problems. I used to do, and I should probably start again, uh, like a spoonful of almond butter. <laughs> and it knocks you out and you feel pretty good by the time you wake up. Because it actually knocks you out? It knocks you out, like cold. Oh. It's like a Tim Ferriss trick. But, uh, but yeah, you do that one hour before you sleep and it, it, you get like a pretty good Damn, nice okay. sleep. Like so I take sleep. my almond butter and I mix it with some ongava. <laughs> yeah. Of You'll never wake up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, that, that's a, we're, we're kind of leading into a very important topic here. Like, the lack of sleep, I would say, is the number one health issue with game developers we're like we're night owls first of all uh and on, on top of that if we don't work out it's pretty bad and so like most game developers myself included i don't sleep past until like 1 a.m in the morning and usually we have work again at 8 or 9 or 10 or whatever um besides those little tricks i mean do you have any advice for those night owl guys Man, it's rough. Um, you're you're describing right. Um, I'm still doing with that. I mean, going to college to art school, I mean, staying up all night doing illustrations and this and the other, those habits are still with me. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I go on the computer and I know I'm really tired. I know I'm sleepy, but I still can't go to bed for whatever reason. So I look at the monitor, I'm here clicking, and all of a sudden I wake up and I say, like, oh, I've been sleeping over here in, in this <laughs> chair for at least like an hour and 30 minutes, right? It's just habits, just bad habits. But essentially, if you want to do uh, some recovery, the stuff that is actually going to get you to grow, you got to get some sleep, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it. That's what I try to do is other things to get me to have better sleep for the hours that I put in. Um, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. Sleep is essential. Do you have wake-up medicines if you, you know, can't avoid sleeping? Nah. <laughs> you don't have anything that wakes you up in the morning if you have to? No, no, Any no. healthy tricks? No. I mean, I, I have my caffeine in the morning, uh, whether it's uh, through coffee or um, uh, coconut water or anything like it. You know, get a little caffeine in there. But, yeah, nothing – not like medicine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to jump in. We're going to play that same game where I, we name three things to get your opinion real quick, but we're going to switch up the topic. This time, it's going to be debunking commonly believed things, uh, either yay or nay, in support of or calling it just straight-up bullshit. Okay. okay. All right. We'll see how the well we do. Say what? <laughs> see how well we do this? Yeah. So, like, beliefs of, like, you know, lifting or dieting in the game industry. Okay. okay. Here's one that I've heard, like, all throughout my life. And I'm not going to say my opinion on it because I know people have actually said this nonsense. Ah, oh, damn. Anyway. <laughs> hmm. It's okay if I eat and get all this fat because I'm just going to convert the fat to muscle. Right, right, right. <laughs> all right, we got his answer. All right, you got anyone? <laughs> well, I mean, it's straight out bullshit, man. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing about that. Who, who you heard this from? Actually, people at the studios? Man, come on. Some people actually believe that, yeah, this. I'm just making this fat into muscles. Yeah. Nope. Negative. Yeah. <laughs> nothing like it. <laughs> like, see, fat is made up of this cellular structure, and muscle is made up of a more dense, solid tissue that's not even the same. But yeah, sure, yeah. somehow your body is just going to magically convert. You can burn fat to help yourself build muscle, but you cannot convert the one substance to the other. Yeah. And, and another thing that I keep hearing sometimes is that people is like, oh, but I sweat so much. I burn so much fat. Sweat is very different than fat. Mm-hmm. Even though it's associated with losing weight, mm-hmm. the more sweat you put out, that means more salt, more water, doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean fat. Yeah. So people have this misconception that because they're sweating a lot, that they're actually burning that fat. Yeah, you know? it's water weight, yeah. Exactly. That's what the fighters do before they weigh in. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're sitting in the sauna room just sweating it out. That's why when you go to the gym and you work hard and you sweat, you're like, yes, I lost four pounds. And yeah. then you wake up the next morning, you're like, holy shit, I gained two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no shortcut. You just got to eat healthy. And I think a lot of the problems that Larry's bringing up is that people think bulking up means eating a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you converting that and working out makes bigger muscles but if you eat right and you lift heavier weights this kind of leads into the second myth uh so uh people who think that 
Um, what's your opinion with low weights, more repetition versus bigger weights and more control rep? Well, again, I heard all kinds of different things for this. I am more of a um, heavier lift. I can try for strength more than anything. So I lift to try to get stronger and stronger and all that. Um, if, if the, tip, the, the, the people that like to have their bodies cut like very well trim and all stuff like that, try a little heavy, uh, heavy uh, I'm sorry, they little lower, lower weight, a little more repetitions. Uh, and I've I seen people have really good results with that sort of thing. I am more, again, like heavyweight, do strength training and that stuff. And sometimes the, the, my exercises are, are so intense in terms of like the weight that it actually takes off for some of the cardio that I didn't get that day in mm, because I'm actually right. burning and putting the muscle to so much stress that I'm actually burning some of that calories that I otherwise would have got a treadmill and do it. Um, nice. But no excuse for no cardio. We still have to get the cardio in there. It's just that I'm bored with cardio. I'm not a fan of running. Like I said, it's just anything that I can do to replace cardio that I can burn calories with, I'll try to do. Yeah. I think that's 99% of people in the world, let alone the game industry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Um, third myth, third myth. I can just take all these supplements and the muscle is just going to grow. Even if I don't go hard in the gym. Uh, and I'm not talking steroids. I'm not talking steroids. Yeah, that's very good for, right? okay. yeah, yeah, I needed to I, clarify. Yeah. Um, so okay. Yeah. So no, that's that's <laughs> that's not how it works. Um, Damn. So, the, the reason they're called supplements is because it's the supplement well, something you're already doing. I mean, they're not replacers. <laughs> Otherwise, it's called replacers, right? Yeah. Um, so they're actually supplements. They're supplementing your workout, supplementing your good diet. They're supplementing. Uh, the tweaks that you're trying to do to your body. So uh, if somebody wants to start um, taking, let's say, whey protein mm -hmm. because they you know, can't get enough calories throughout meals because, A, they don't have the time to sit down and eat it, or, B, they don't know how to cook or they don't know where to get it. Mm -hmm. So protein is a good like supplement because you can get your calories count for the day yeah. if you try to get bigger and so on and so forth. Um, other supplements, like I just mentioned, like just to get good sleep, all that stuff is helpful. It just adds to your already good condition, your already good habits. Yeah, uh, supplements means in addition to, right? So, like, that means you do have to go to the gym, you do have to work and eat right, but in addition to those things, you can supplement that with your supplements. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. You still got to be in the gym earning the need for your body to rebuild muscle and to take those calories and proteins and amino acids and turn them into muscle. Absolutely. And you don't have to stick to the whole gym. I mean, I go to the gym just because I, I can go and cycle around and have all the equipment that I need. There's people that just do the typical outside work. I mean, they lift the logs, they, they turn tires, whatever that you need to do. You, know? yeah. you don't have to actually be at the gym to be fitted. Stress your body. Exactly. So um, before we move on to the next one, like, are there top three supplements that you guys recommend? I'll let Nelson go, go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, so whey protein simply because to get your, your meals in there is, is tough and uh, it's just a good quick way to get all your calories for accounts for the day. So that's to me that's number one. Um, creatine, um, I'm a fan of creatine. I take five grams of creatine every day every day. Um, I try to split it out to uh, two point five in the morning and two point five before uh, workout. Uh, Drink lots of water. Obviously, you have to have water in your muscles. So essentially, a big balloon of water. So if you don't have water to, to go into your muscles, you're going to be feeling weak when you're trying to do your routine. So to me, those are essential. Um, some people are vitamins. I mean, if, you, if you're not eating all the stuff that you need, you have to supplement with vitamins. Mm -hmm. uh, I have my own. I think it's called Beta Core, and I'm trying to sponsor anybody. But I, I love that stuff. Uh, it's all natural. I try to stay away from stuff that has uh, additives. Uh, I've been uh, buying some supplements that um, are pure, essentially uh, creatine without yeah. any of the additives because then you get half of the creatine otherwise. Yeah. So I've been doing that, been researching. There's a good website. You guys want to check it out. Um, it's called Labdoor. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Uh, it's owned by, I think the guy who put it together is uh, the, one of the dudes from Char Tank, uh, Mark uh, uh, Cuban or what's his name? Anyway, he yeah, Mark, Mark Cuban. Tank, Argument, yeah. yeah, so he started this website that basically rates all these, uh, uh, I don't know, what do you call them? Uh, proteins and supplements. Yeah. And it actually goes lab testing and gives you percentages on which ones are more pure, which ones are better. Um, and I go over there and I check my stuff. And actually, funny enough, some of the stuff that I was using was already on the top of their list. And mm -hmm. that was just me because I was trying it. It was actually working. 
So if you guys want to check a good website for that, labdoor.com, it's, it's a good, um, again, not sponsoring anybody, but it's something that I use. Yeah. My creatine is an A minus. <laughs> I need to get right. a better creatine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. See? So, I mean, it has recommendations. Uh, it, you know, you can just buy them from them or you can buy it straight from the, 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 uh, the house that sells them, Amazon. Amazon Prime gets my stuff. Man, I'm loving Amazon Prime for my stuff, dude. I, mm-hmm. like the other day I was uh, I take this protein called um, Muscle Feast mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of obscure but it's all like no sugar no, it's all good stuff right so I was running out and I was like fuck and I was like I, I used to use I used to order stuff from bodybuilder.com but I stopped that train because again um, I can get the same deal and faster through Amazon Prime so I've been ordering I ordered it like a night ago and in the morning showed up dude like the next day I was like this is awesome I don't have to worry about running away uh, to go to this place, go to that place, and running out very quickly. I just order it overnight, and then here's my protein, here's my supplements, all ready to go. Yeah, and soon they're going to have drones uh, delivering it to you. Gonna get <laughs> Make it even easier. You guys saw that cannon that, that, that shoots out like freaking nets and captures the, the yeah, drones? Yeah. Yeah. There go, there go your PlayStation 6s around Christmas time. <laughs> You're right. Oh man, but yeah, Amazon is ruining business for like all these companies because I haven't been to a mall in I don't know how long because of two day shipping on Amazon Prime. Yes, love it. Yeah, love it. All right, uh, so I guess my stack is is very similar and it's just pretty simple. Uh, my my goals for lifting is just I want to stay in shape and I want to not be fat. And no disrespect to anyone who is like would align themselves with the word fat or hefty or overweight, whatever you consider your body type. I just have a lot of health issues in my family, and I know that my taste, my genetic taste preferences, if I just let that go unchecked, I will be Sherman Clump in about four hours. You know what I mean? So I'm in the yeah. gym trying to look like Buddy Love and not Sherman Clump. So uh, I, I take creatine, uh, I take protein, and then glutamine for you know recovery at the end. So that's and then obviously my vitamins as well. So that's my stack. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? Do you have anything? Coconut um, oil, <laughs> coconut water, fish oil. I used to drink a lot of coconut water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, protein, of course, uh, yep. fish oil. Um, I keep it pretty simple as far as that goes, and it's been working yeah. out. I should say fish oil. Yes, I forgot that one. I uh, have my pills too for fish oil. Um, yeah, but like, like what people don't realize is like you can get most of your vitamins if you eat eat correctly. Yeah, like people can go overboard with the vitamin C's and A's and D's. It's like, yo, don't you eat anything <laughs> ever? <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I, I I typically have those because I know that throughout the day yeah. I'm not going to have all the types of the foods that I would normally would get if I'm actually paying attention. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that I take my vitamins in the event that I'm missing something. Mm. <clears throat> oh, so we actually have a question from a Twitch audience. He's right. asking if there's any. Uh, any workout types so like let's say the top three exercises all right i'm new to the gym i don't know what to do i want to get my cardio i got my strength uh workout all in one take without being so intimidated by the whole process what would you guys recommend i mean uh, honestly that's what this is why crossfit is becoming so more so popular it's because they offer pretty much oh yes, there's that. Be yeah. that guy jumping on every machine <laughs> and then leave. Right, right. But that, but that's the reason why it's so popular is because it, it kind of gets you an overall workout, right? You, you're getting you're getting um, aerobics in there. You're getting a, uh, weightlifting. You're getting uh, speed. Uh, it, it's everything you possibly would need to uh, lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, because I'm, I'm a t- like I was telling you guys, I'm the type of guy that just throws weights around just to to try to get muscle and try to get uh, strength, um, I uh, I don't have anything like that. Um, again, I um, I'm a, I call it I'm allergic to tr- uh, cardio, but uh, <laughs> I try to get my cardio as much as I can. But for a new person coming in, if if it's your, if you're trying to like get a well-rounded uh, exercise, um, I'll say stay with compound movements, right? Stuff that heavy. Uh, use your squats. You do your um, your um, your military press. Just stuff that's gonna hit all your big muscles uh, globally. And, you know, do some cardio here and there by just either increasing your, your weight or hit the, hit the bike, hit the treadmill here and there. You don't have to run. You can just walk. Just just keep active. You, you can see your heartbeat um, rising up, and that's going to help you. Yeah, just getting your heart rate up. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I, I'm a runner, um, 
I think the biggest uh, problem that game developers face is that they feel like they're always running out of time. No pun intended. Like they feel, <laughs> they work eight hours a day. They get home at eight p.m. Wait, 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 wait. You say eight hours? <laughs> Normal developers, non Call of Duty developers, right. they work eight hours. But like, but the idea is that you know they feel like with their free time they want to do something fun and like you know unlike us, workout isn't fun for most people. It's a chore. And uh, I feel like a lot of that problem can be rectified if you make it part of your uh, uh, commute in some capacity. I, I'm sure you guys know or have met colleagues that rode their bike to work. Uh, I used to run to work, which helped a lot. Uh, but, of course, a lot of people travel way for, farther than that in most cases. But, like, if they make it as part of, like, a commute or, or a thing or even just carrying a jump rope around. These are things that could be definitely helpful. Um, yeah, at, at our studio, they, um, <clears throat> some people have, um, um, have avoided taking the car and they actually take the bike. This is an incentive for not parking your car in our parking. Right. I think they take off like $100 every month from your so that you actually earn that money back into your paycheck oh, wow. uh, for, for just driving your bike. So it's an incentive to some people. They have included, uh, one of the things that our studio is doing for us, they have included the, um, the Fitbits as free. So, and then it's an incentive through GIF. So, uh, you know, it's a challenge because people are just like, oh, wait, you're, you're working out. You notice that you didn't have enough steps for that day. And mm. it just becomes like, a, again, another video game type of tactic. Yeah. Uh, challenges, right? So then uh, motivates people to, uh, you know, Food, uh, things for other people do. Like, and also, and it, it happens too with food. Uh, one of my buddies at work the other day uh, went to this food truck called Son of a Bun um, near work, and he ordered a triple meat avocado burger. And he said, "Okay, dude, you got to try this stuff. It's, it's bulking food." And then he posted on Twitter. Food. Yeah, he put on Twitter. And I'm like, "All right, I'm just gonna do it because you you dare me." So I go to the truck, and the truck is freaking closed. Uh, and I, so I just wrote a strongly worthy letter to the the, the the truck guy, and they replied back. It's like, oh, it's just because this guy is better at eating than you. It's like, what? I'm going to eat a four patty next time. So I'm about <laughs> to do that next time I see those guys. Oh, man. But uh, but yeah, it, you know, it's 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 um, I think I think it's uh, it's pretty straightforward, guys. Uh, you guys know it. Uh, people try to find a magic wand to get all this stuff, fitness stuff figured out. But essentially, it's just get going. Start small. Start like little by little. Don't get disappointed because you're not going to see the results right away. Just completely focus on trying to get um, move and try to get going. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, if you get that going, the rest will become little by little, but it will happen. Yeah. I I also have one more question from Twitch. Uh, he's describing like what is a. Do you have any tips for a chubby fourteen-year-old starting out who's never worked out before? <laughs> well, chubby 14-year-olds that haven't worked out. Um, it depends what, what the 14-year-olds chubbies are doing right now. Um, if you want to work out, that's a good, good, good step. But, I mean, you also have to make sure that you're not, like, um, spending a lot of time uh, eating stuff that you shouldn't be eating. Uh, and by that means, you know, I remember when I was younger, I was eating, again, soda's terrible. Mm-hmm. Any of that junk food, any of that fast food, any, any Hot Pockets, any of that – that stuff is really quick when you're playing a video game and you're like watching movies so that you can throw in the microwave. You got to stay away from that stuff because unfortunately, if you're not going to the gym or you're not actually exercising, that stuff is going to pile up and yeah. it's, it's a vicious cycle. You're never going to get out of it, unfortunately, unless you do something about it. Yeah, just avoiding snacks. <laughs> oh, stay away from junk food. I'll say this on behalf of someone who was a chubby fourteen-year-old before. Oh, Larry, are you typing? Are you typing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's here's one thing to keep in mind: at fourteen years old, you're approaching physical maturity, but you're nowhere near like your peak, right? Like you're going into those development developmental years where you're going to start growing more, and your your bones and your muscles are going to start expanding. Your metabolism will speed up slightly, and you. I mean, you don't want to mess that up, right? Like, you don't want to, like, hurt your body or injure yourself before you go into those years. So don't think that you're lifting at this age has to be, like, super serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, go yeah. and learn the basics. You know, just get good at the movements and you don't try to put on Arnold Schwarzenegger-type weight at 14. Wait till you're about 17, 18 to really start taking it a little more serious. I think right now, as a 14-year-old, 
just get a lot of exercise. Make sure that you learn about cardio, learn about dieting, and learn the good compound movements and the basics and just get your fundamentals down because when you hit about 17, 18 and your body's like, okay, puberty's done, here's your man body for the rest of your life, then like attack it and like start packing on the pounds and, you know, get your body either like super buff or, you know, super slim or whatever you want, but at least allow yourself to go through that transition before you get too serious because you're going to be going through a lot of changes as is before you even add on the stress of like weightlifting and things like that. So that's just my suggestion. Yeah. I think a good trend also uh, would be just getting a standing desk or stand as much as possible. Avoid sitting at all costs. Like if you're playing games, just by switching to standing, you're already doing something about it. Uh, And uh, yeah, just stay away from the snacks. Um, He's also asking about uh, what's the best way to cool down. Uh, I mean, before going that, Nelson, were you going to add something to it? No, no. I was just, uh, I was just actually trying to log to you guys' uh, Twitch account over here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry. It's, okay. it's like a minute behind. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best way to cool down, uh, I mean, you know, just relax. Just walk around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to keep your heart rate up a little bit. So you want to be active, but not necessarily like at full rest. Like you don't want to just sit. Because there's actually, uh, I don't want to go on a whole new tangent, but I will say, like, you know, when people run marathons or half marathons, they always make sure that even after they've ran 26.2 miles, they still go like an extra mile at like a decent like walking pace because you don't want your body to just like go to a like a rest rate. Because some people have actually died from doing that, where they will like run the 26 miles and then they'll just stop. Like they don't walk it down. They don't like gradually transition out of their exercise. And then they just have some sort of cardiac arrest or something. I, I've, I've read like I think two stories in my lifetime of people dying from like not transitioning out of an exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, every treadmill is like, oh, take two minutes to cool down. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, we are an hour into the podcast. Uh, Mr. Nelson Plumey, I want to thank you so very much for being a part of this. And I, and you've won a prize, actually. Uh, we didn't tell you this ahead of time, but you won a prize. Would you like to know what it is? Uh, sure. Okay. Larry, why are you reaching down your pants? <laughs> I need to get the script, obviously. Oh, all right. Um, so at the end of our podcast, Nelson, we always give our guests some time to just promote plug or talk about anything that they're excited about involved in or want to draw some attention to as a thank you for being on the podcast so our twitch audience and podcast audience is all yours so if you have anything that you'd like to promote shout out plug or even just say hey thank you mama for believing in me uh the floor is yours all right guys uh i have this book out called game dev on change go ahead and buy it it's awesome <laughs> uh, i got this imposter guy over here who claims that he wrote this book <laughs> anyway I'm, I'm kidding uh uh that's larry's book uh you should check it out for me though um you can ju- just guys find me on social media on twitter um i'm on twitter as tickle matter that is tickle matter instead of fecal matter right um, so you can find me on, tw- on Twitter like that. Um, typically on Instagram and all this stuff. I had nothing really else to plug other than like my game. Check out Black Ops Three. Mm-hmm. If you haven't played it, what? Check that out. Um, DLC coming out today. Right? Yes, it's out. If you can hear this, <laughs> except for Twitch, <laughs> it's out today. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's out today. Otherwise, on the nineteen. But anyway, it's going to be awesome. You guys should play it. It's going to be awesome. And we got more crazy and awesome stuff coming our way. I'm just currently working on it. So I'm excited. Dude. Uh, thank you so much, Nelson. I've learned a lot. I'm actually going to go to the gym right now and start practicing some of this stuff. So since I got the mic and I'm talking, Larry Charles, I'm out. Hey, this is Brandon Fallon. I'll see you guys next week. I'm out. Take care. Peace. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.